everybody, welcome to Sword Coast Coast to Coast, episode 20. This is Dungeon Master Cameron. Thank you for joining us on this episode. What you're going to get here is the ending, basically, of the last little bit, the Obalon stuff. We're going to finally figure out what Tess decides to do with that dang old wizard. <laughs> I don't know why I put it that way. Uh, so we're going to get that here and then a little bit of cleanup. I mean, basically the story, that story is over from last episode, but um, this is kind of the cap for it. And there was enough kind of cleanup and, and little stuff, some decisions and things like that being made here that it seemed like it was worth making this its own episode before they go to Marsimber, which will be in, in the next episode. Sadly, um, due to some um, just scheduling problems, uh, James could not be with us, so Kylie is just not speaking <laughs> for the first, you know, or actually this entire episode, um, but, uh, and is not in the next three episodes that you're going to hear, but he is back for the next one. Um, he, uh, James is not gone, he just didn't have time to... Um, or it's not that he didn't have time, just wasn't available, uh, and that's okay. So, you know, the the show works, I think, well enough schematically that we can, uh, you know, bump people in and out. Anyway, that's a long thing to say. I, I've really enjoyed this, and I think this is an awesome uh, kind of cap to it, and I know that you're excited about finding out what Tess decides to do with this wizard. Um, and, you know, Weg's got some ideas. Silverleaf's got some ideas. The Manticore's got some ideas. We're going to find out. Okay, here you go. You can listen to it. see Tess dragging the wizard thing out of the flaming wreckage of the building you were just in. As they come out, you see the dome of the sky above you, right? There's this whole big, you know, you, you came into this dome, this big orb place. You saw a big, bright, burning sun. Uh, you know, kind of coming down on you, making everything withered, things like that. You see the sky itself begin to crack, fracture, going all the way up to the very top, and it all meets in the middle, and then you see it kind of shatter. And if this were glass, it would fall on you, right? But this is not glass. Instead, it kind of like Infinity War, <laughs> you know, dissipates out into nothing. So it looks like it's gonna fall, gonna be like glass, and, it, and you see this other reality with this big, uh, massive red sun just kind of phase out of existence. What you see above you is the blue sky of Cormir, and you can see beyond the town of Brogbrook where you are, because remember you're on a hill in the middle of Bogbrook here. You look out and you can see uh, a clear delineation of where the orb had been. The, the dome had been um, the grass on the inside of that is kind of mottled and and um, rough looking outside it's a nice swampy green um, and outside of that you also see the military encampment that you saw before standing in front of you are the uh, Suda unit and uh, and the rest of the party we did it Go team. Go team. <laughs> yeah. So what do y'all want to do so, with this dang wizard? 
Yeah, you got a wizard here. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, it's the wi- this is the wizard. This yeah. isn't the not yeah. wizard. Okay. This is red well, cloak. Yeah, this is this is this is the creature you were fighting mm-hmm. up in the top of the thing that appeared to be a wizard. And is now no longer, I guess, appearing to be a wizard. And I guess is unconscious. It yeah. unconscious. Should we hand the wizard over to the Suda 51 unit and uh, tell them to uh, imprison it? Like. So, the, like, entire thing I was, like, struggling with in terms of dealing with this last time was, like, something needs to be done that isn't just killing them or throwing them in a pit that nobody remembers Mm -hmm. because like this is literally a thousand years later and they're enacting a blood grudge like that's not just gonna go away (laughs) that's why i pulled him out of the fire yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean i'm not sure if this is like it would be great if they were like oh you saved my life therefore you you get off this time i'm gonna go away um well, I was I was less thinking even that, and more just like, if we hand them over to the Purple Knights or whatever, we no longer have any agency in terms of like how to approach this situation. And if y'all would rather just like not deal with that, that's fine. But yeah, do we tr- do we trust the Suda Fifty One unit to like follow this to its conclusion and try to? try to prevent further incursions by this group into the realm or do we think that they're just gonna do an extrajudicial x-files cleanup right run a bunch of experiments yeah that or just you know put them in some kind of extra planar alien jail like the one on on uh oak island that we we left the other uh we left the other shapeshifter in. The name of the island is Coil Island. Coil Island, thank you. Not oh, Oak I thought Island. Oak Island was some TV show that was like. It is. It is. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go talk to the Suda Fifty One unit. I mean, they're right there. Yeah, they're like, standing here. They blew up that building, if you remember. Yes. Right. Um, Wegg says that in in front of them, <laughs> like from, from two feet away. Let's go talk to the Suda Fifty One unit. Well, so the Manticore, of course, steps up. The Manticore has, you know, this Death's Head mask, mm-hmm. massive horns sticking out of the top of it, kind of black armor, black leather armor on, and he says, Ugh, give me, give it, give it, give me it. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. And he's pointing at the thing. He says, you don't have to worry about this anymore. Well, before we hand him over, we want to know what your prestigious unit plans to do with this creature. The, the, if you remember the dwarf, there's a, there's a, a dwarf wizard. He's wearing kind of a tool belt and, you know, very sensible clothing. He, he steps up. His name is Ryder Ridley, and he says, uh, he says, well, well, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's better if you don't know. Hmm. You don't, you don't hmm. attack Cormier without bad stuff happening. They're agents of the state. They're, this isn't. This is like handing somebody over to the FBI and being like, I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> it's literally a fantasy X-Files. So yeah. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever your assumptions are about what happens in the X-Files, th- this is what they're pitching. 
I think we should hand him over. I've never seen the X Files. There you go. No, okay. no, no. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> doesn't, well, I, work, doesn't bother me. <laughs> well, I would trust. Here's the deal. I would trust Scully and Mulder. But that's it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We'll take them to a farm up north. They'll get to <laughs> run and play well, all the does, time. That does sound pretty nice. Um. Outside we, the city. We want to make sure that this issue will be followed to its core and dealt with, and that we aren't just handing this creature over uh, for you to perform a death sentence and for additional problems to crop up later. Hmm. Okay. So. The. Do we go somewhere where the Suda 51 unit is not? <laughs> Mary, what is your long-term plan for this creature? I want to have him join our party. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No, but like I like if I if I'm being realistic, I don't I don't have a solution here. The reason why I was agonizing over this for like 30 minutes last time was specifically because I I don't I don't know what to do. I just feel like we got bad bad options and I don't like them. Yeah. I Yeah, I think... that's called playing a game with Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm aware. Well, well, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I think, tell you. Yeah. So I think our options are either give him to the suit of 51 unit, kill him, or us personally hold on to it and like try and like once it wakes up try and talk to like interrogate it further and like do a whole bunch of other further stuff that may not result in having options for other than still giving him to the suit of 51 unit or killing it something that is worth remembering too is that You've already struck up a deal with Cagwin. Right. Right. They, he is he is your ally. He took the big hit for you in, in translating that journal. He seems pretty committed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've also got Captain Belinda. It's true. As, I don't like, know if, other allies here. I don't know if putting both of these creatures into the same prison together is a good idea. Well, I, like... I'm just okay. letting you know your other options. My- <laughs> So yeah, do we want to? So the question is, do we want to send uh, send this creature to to our personal black site, or do we want to <laughs> give it to Pseudo Fifty One and let them send it to their black site? I'm not. I don't think that we are powerful enough to like contain it and reform this this thing, right? Uh, like, okay, I would like to have the chance to try speaking to them before we just sentence them to sit in a dark hole. Okay. Like, that is my honest opinion. Like, yeah. I I, I don't have faith in the state institutions. I'm fine with that. I don't have yeah. a problem with that either. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to... If, if you want to heal one hit point on this thing. Okay. Right? Um, 
Yeah, what what is the health situation on this? On this I, th- I think you just gotta like, you know, smelling salts at a wake. You okay, know. Weg just licked some down. water on its face. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Wait. that works. It wakes up and uh, it says um, it's it's speaking in that wizard voice again. So it, you know, it's got that the shriveled elf look about it. You see these long talons on its hand. It's got this kind of red sash on it. Um, and uh, it says uh, it's but speaking in the wizard's voice, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, "You, you, you must." You, I forget what my wizard voice was, but you must release me. <laughs> that's my. That's the universal wizard voice. What? 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 What's your whole deal? Why do this? <laughs> what's your whole deal? Um, and it says, "Well, I showed you all of the pertinent information." <laughs> I have explained I mean, myself previously. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly disagree. I feel like he did kind of like mind vision the situation to us last mm-hmm. episode. That's true. That did which, happen. Which let me go. Informed my decision. <laughs> Look, I will so, travel to the far north. And never Damn. bother you again. I mean, but oh, like that sounds great. Yeah, I think you should. Mm, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, why go to all the work of like literally? setting up a portal to travel across planes to enact a thousand year old grudge they destroyed our people I mean look we we really don't know the extent of the damage they did well now my people will come here okay but and live can you do that with delicious peaches can you do that without literally murdering people yes just let me go i'll go to the far north <laughs> and How? find my friend garago was meant to meet me here hmm. yes um he's still alive he oh, yeah? also tried to murder us well he did he no we're still alive no but did he really try to murder you mm, well mm. he tried to murder silverleaf i think and he mm. tried to murder us after we caught him when he was running away. I'm reading your mind. Was he already tied to a chair previously <laughs> before that? Okay, look, he murdered Get someone before that. That's true. He did. He did. Uh, he did do he a did, murder. It just wasn't on us. He did a boat murder too. Mm-hmm. There were go. elephants evolved. It was just terrible. let me go. Okay, look. Okay, okay, hold on. Out of character for a second. Mm-hmm. Can we just send all of them to the town where we sent the storm hands? You can try to. Like, this is real. Some real Animal Crossing shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's gonna stop them from? Look. This person, I, this this like, this this creature created 
like trash golems using people as ingredients. I I am aware. Like trust okay. me, there there's a reason why I'm just not like okay, have fun in the north. Yeah, I I feel like this this thing and its crew are demonstrably evil. Mhm. Both in like a, a relativistic moral sense and in a D&D alignment chart sense. Uh and I think that we I think we should either send it to our, send it to the prison on Coil Island or give it to the Suda unit. Like, I don't think we have the resources to deal with this thing long term. Uh, I think that it's like, it's super old grudge is not something that we have the time or necessary, like, knowledge and power to get involved in further to be able to make any meaningful difference mm-hmm. um like i like if we were level 10 i would say hell yeah let's jump in a portal and go to wherever this thing is from and like deal with this bargain with it yes yeah like like let's go talk to let's go see what the situation is on the other side see if we can set up some kind of uh, new Asgard in this realm for all these weird shape-shifting creatures to hang out in and be, you know, have a society again. Like, I just learned to create food and water. That's where my character's at. <laughs> right, I if I were level 7, I would cast Banishment on this. It would get sent back to its home plane, and we would be like, great. Great, done. job done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's a good question. Uh, can I turn to the Suda51 unit and say, uh, do you, any of you know the spell... Uh, I guess specifically you, writer, the wizard, uh, banishment. So let's let's silverleaf this one up here a little bit. Uh, so silverleaf turns to writer uh, and says, "Listen, writer, uh, I have heard of a, uh, a a song that you can sing, uh, and I don't know how to sing it, um, but I know that it exists, uh, and sometimes a." Uh, a demonic shark comes into the waters uh, where peaceful fishing people live, um, and they, uh, they 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 circle their boats, um, and they they all sing this song at once, and it's very powerful, um, and it banishes the shark uh, back to the uh, the watery hell from which it came. Um, do you do you know of such a of such a song uh, that we might send this uh, thing, wizard thing, back to its uh, its desert hell. And so the the dwarf kind of puts his, puts his hand on his chin and kind of furrows his brow and kind of looks at the, at the creature and looks at up and down and looks at you and looks at the creature and he says. No, I don't. I don't know that. Okay. And then, but at the same time, Keel, if you remember that ASMR long flowing golden robe, she steps up and she says, ah, I know that song. 
So she takes her flute. I believe I, I said she had a flute. Tactical flute, yes. Tactical flute off off of her belt and pulls it up to her lips. And, um, you know, you're expecting to hear a beautiful, magical song. But you really hear, or what actually comes out, is something kind of akin to, you know, the, the Tenacious D song where Jack Black is like, it's that sax man song where he's like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking I about? Know, yeah, I know that one. That's what you hear. It's like this arrhythmic, <laughs> horrifying <laughs> of like tones that shouldn't even come out of a flute. This is requiring a huge amount of air hooting through this thing to make it work. But this atonality, this like anti-music, it really shakes you to your core. It it's the kind of thing that makes you realign with the reality of where you came from. Wegg, you can feel in your pocket that candle you had. It disappears. What? It's gone. And uh, at the same time, or shortly after that, you see the 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 wizard on the ground. This creature, this this you know shriveled elf. You see it begin to vibrate and kind of warble, almost like it's uh, you know uh, it's it's losing signal almost to this world, and then it shimmers into nothing. It's gone. Wegg kind of dusts his hands against each other. He says, "Well." In a thousand years, I guess that'll be somebody else's problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Good job, team. It's gone. We did it. The wizard's gone. And the Manticore goes, no! (laughs) Never. Wegg flips up the... Wegg jumps and flips up the thing on his helmet. No! We were going to do evil things. Uh, I mean, uh... <laughs> That's right. That's the voice. There we go. <laughs> you want to like know a little secret frog. here? You I do. You know a secret to the, the Manticore's alter ego? Yes. The voice is just Nuber from Baldur's Gate 1. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah. So he flips his own helmet back down. <sighs> oh, I didn't know he could do that. He can occasionally. So when once per day. Yeah, well, there's just when he's when he's not hurt and injured. The uh, the thing is gone, and and as uh, it, after it disappears, the the kind of pseudo fifty one unit they they all turn to each other and they say, "Great job, great job, great work, good work, everyone." And they kind of are ignoring you and congratulating <laughs> each other. Remember, they they all had their own kind of units. Remember, Ryder Ridley mm-hmm. had his own like little wizard core he had, and those people all come back around and they start scouting <laughs> out the area, real uh, like CSI like. They start checking mm-hmm. everything out and looking around, and you see some of the other uh, leaders. Uh, you you can see the um, the encampment, which is down the hill and kind of uh, a few hundred yards out from the town of Bogbrook. You can see now that like tents are being packed up and things like that these these armies are moving out or preparing to move and um someone comes up 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 the way and it is uh you remember it's you know it's purple knight wearing wearing purple armor and it's lady marjorie boards (gasps) yeah 
Yeah. You remember Baby her? Bortz. She's the one who led us through to begin with? Yeah. She yeah, she was like over the blockade and she comes up and and she says, "Well, well done." Uh, Lady Bortz, thank you for your assistance in this matter. We could not have solved lied the to you crisis. without it. <laughs> <laughs> we could not have lied to you about what we were doing without it. Oh, that's right, because we did say that we were like state <laughs> diplomats or something. Yep. Right? <laughs> yes, you did do that. She says, "Well, I guess that's. I guess it all worked out. But maybe, maybe don't lie like that. Lying's bad." We don't appreciate it. You'll never be a... You'll never... She looks at Wag specifically and says, you'll never grow up to be a purple knight <laughs> if you keep lying like that, little boy. Oh. Wag takes out his purple knight toy and looks at it. She says, what is that offensive little toy? <laughs> I, I bought this at the convenience store. I, I had a dollar. <laughs> she she li- literally blank blank eyed stare. <laughs> what is a dollar? <laughs> uh, what is a convenience store? But uh, so she does that. Um, Keel walks up to you after a few moments and says, "Well, uh, you know, you've you've done great work. Uh, you know, by the uh, by the the Suda unit." And just to do, let's do a little uh, retcon here, not retcon, mm-hmm. but just a going forward. Let's treat Suda like it's the BPRD, right? So, so it's like, you know, uh, it's like the X Files, but it's like, it's not the Suda Fifty One unit. It can just be the Suda unit. Okay. Uh, is it is Suda an acronym? Yes, but we like haven't a, determined what that is. Like unit. The unit could be the U. Supernatural unit. Depicting aliens. Special <laughs> Underground Defense Authority. <laughs> hey, that's good. All right, all right, there we go, there we go. Special Underground, I'm writing it down, Defense mm-hmm. Authority. I just don't want to, I don't want to get Suda51 all mad at us. Yeah. You know, he's, he might make, you know, he's got a lot going on. Um, He's got he's expensive got like a, shoes. <laughs> he does. He's got super ultimate defense attorneys. <laughs> um, so the Special Underground Defense Authority, she says, you, you've done quite well by the Special Underground Defense Authority, and we would like to invite you to to at least spend some time with us in mm. Marsimber. Ooh. Um, it seems like the city could do with your help, and uh, you know the Manticore is insufficient. As a, <laughs> as a protector of the city. So well, what say you to spending a few weeks in Marsimber to clean up this town? Well, friends, I, I think we could use a little vacation. What do you say? Sounds great. I love the city. Okay. Well, so, so she says, who do you want to be your guide to the city? She says, you could, she says, Lady Marjorie Bortz, of course, is traveling back to the north of the country where she lives. Um, But the Manticore, I, and Ryder Ridley are all traveling back to the city. One of us can be your guide to to help you navigate the political and and social and material problems of the city. What what do you think? Um, I think, out of character, the Manticore... Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Too evil. <laughs> Ryder Ridley. No heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, tactical flute. Just right. Yeah, I'm I'm on board. I think that, I think Manticore would be the funniest option, but I think she'll be the most useful. And I think that the other, the wizard guy is probably too stuck up to have a good time. Okay. Tess, what do you think? I, I mean, that all makes sense to me. Okay. Like, I'm basically in line with what Jordan was saying. <laughs> so what what is her name? Keel Horst. Keel. Okay. Keel. Keel. I can't like believe the... we're working boats into this again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, the boat thing. <laughs> Hashtag boat talk. Um, okay. <sighs> Well, so you all begin to to do that. Is there anything else you want to do in this area here in Bogbrook before you leave? I mean, is uh, there anything here anymore? There's a bunch of abandoned houses where the people either died or uh, were turned into trash columns. Love it. Note, I do not, in fact, love it. Wegg leaves instructions with... Uh, Oh, did the Manticore had a unit too, right? Yeah, he's got like he he has the, they all look like Batman. <laughs> They're all dressed in like the Manticore has his big helmet on, but they all have like different little crowns and helmets and things like that on. Cool. Uh, Weg they don't talk ins- like him though. Weg leaves instructions with uh, somebody from the Manticore's unit for how to uh, bury the trash golems that that are left we're gonna light those things on fire what we're oh, burning boy. those things buddy oh man um okay give me a second <laughs> um wagney Wag, you gotta get through adventures you gotta gain levels you gotta come back at level 20 change the world yeah come the back only level- way the only way over all of this is uh is through it <laughs> Are becoming more powerful than other people, so you can bully yeah, them becoming around. more powerful than other people and imposing your will upon them. Uh-huh. That's this the is point. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> That's the whole point. Um, well, Weg, Weg knows that Burr, Weg knows that we're pressed for time, and uh, he 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 turns to whatever whichever of the Manticore's guys that he's talking to, and uh, I'd like to roll. Uh, I guess this would be a persuasion check. That's a 15. Okay. So um, what are you persuading them of? I, I want... Weg wants to give him specific instructions on how to construct the funeral pyre. So are you say saying what? this is the most efficient, magical way of preventing them from coming back as zombies? Yes. If you, if you construct the pyre using... Uh, using this diagram and and wag has has used some soot on the end of his finger to kind of sketch out like a sort of pyramid shape uh on some spare parchment that he had if you use this shape uh in with uh and make sure that it's uh at least 40 meters across on this end and at least 20 meters across on this end uh and uh uh here on the other, he flips a paper over and writes down some some halfling words and says, uh, "And uh, make sure that you say this as you're lighting it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just something along these lines." Um, 
And uh, if if you do this, uh, I guarantee these these will not come back as zombies. And he goes, he goes, oh, thanks. And he goes, hey Chad, hey Chad, I've got the anti-zombie thing. <laughs> he gave me the anti-zombie thing. Yeah, I've got okay. it. Well, uh, thank yeah, you for okay, listening. I'll, I'll be there in a minute. Thank you for listening, friend. Good luck. <laughs> and the, the guy wanders off. Great. For that, Jordo, you can have um, inspiration. No, oh, thank you. I think that's a good idea. That's, I think that's uh, a very in-character thing. So that's a... Uh, I get advantage on a roll of my choosing at some point in the future? Correct. Before cool. you make the roll, you can say, I would like to use my inspiration. Okay, so 20 minutes after the roll, I can say, wait, I wanted to use inspiration on that. I prefer if you did not do that. Okay. <laughs> um, and you can, at the top of your character sheet, you can see there's a little checkbox for it if you wanted to. I've oh, checked this. You've got it. I did it. Um, okay. That sounds great. Cool. Nothing else. Tess, you said you didn't have anything else you wanted to do. Silverleaf. I'm good. I'm ready to go. That sounds great. So you... Bogbrook is just hosed now, huh? Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. Yeah. I uh, For some reason, the way that I've been thinking about this was that like once the dome shattered, it would go back to the way that it was. No. It yeah, no, didn't... it's bog broke, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as you, you say that as you're walking out of the town, and someone goes, bog broke. It's genius. <laughs> <laughs> Come back five years later, bog broke water is is um is, uh, is the stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Then, but it's but... it's malt liquor now. It's not wine anymore. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is, it, it didn't basically, you know, you get the sense that, that, that dome was a both and scenario, right? Like, okay. you know, this, this place had been transported to the conditions of that world and whatever that spell was, you don't really know, you know, you didn't, you didn't get enough info afterward to, to really have a sense, but yeah, this, it was not like an illusion or, or anything like that really okay. happened. So you make your way to Marsimber. Remember, it it took about um, took you about a day of going up the river, if I remember correctly, or about half a day of going up the river in the boat. So it's probably going to take you about a day and a half of navigating the road south from Bogbrook to uh, Marsimber. Are you going to catch up with Cagwin and Captain Belinda on the way, or are you just going to send like a little messenger to be like, "Hey, we're good. Peace out." Were they on the boat with us over here? Yes. They were on the boat, and you left them at the boat. Right. Um, I mean, if we have time to go to the boat first and explain to them what happened... Okay. Um, I'd like to do that. Okay. Y'all feel okay about that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you make your way south to where the um, the roadblock was, or the, the river blockade uh, was, and the boat is still there, and there's about 50 boats behind it. Um, people trying to turn around and go south on the river now. It's a real problem. Um, you see them all. They're kind of camped out on the riverbank now. They're not trying to be on the boat anymore. And, yeah, you give them just the, the kind of rundown on it. Uh, Captain Belinda, who I realized, uh, listening back, I initially did as uh, a way different voice. And then, for whatever reason, last time we recorded, I just made her into a generic pirate. Um, <laughs> um Sorry to listeners. Um, you know, Captain Belinda uh, gets her money, right? So you owe her a little bit of money. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she gets that from you and um, is on her way. Cagwin decides that he is going back to Coil Island. Is there any specific instructions that you want to give him? Uh, I figured, I, I don't know, uh, wanted to run this past y'all first, but I figured that we could tell him that, like, hey, you can banish this thing in the jail. Listen, if you, uh, if you sing a song, I, I give, I give Cagwin the rundown, mm-hmm. you know, so there's, uh, occasionally a demon shark comes into your waters and you want to get rid of it, so you gather the boats in a circle around it and you sing the song and then it gets banished back to its watery hell, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it's one of the nine hells, right? Water hell. Water hell is one of the nine hells, uh, but this 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 thing is clearly from some sort of desert hell. Um, but the same song will apply. We just uh, we just proved that. Um, so, if he you says, know, you can do that, or you know, using your vast resources as a uh, you know probably criminal trading company purchase one of those paper scrolls which has a song on it and then you read the song off the off the, mm. off the scroll and it'll it'll do it for you i'm sure i'm sure that you can do it cagwin you are a uh clearly a powerful uh 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 singer those you got you got some serious pipes mm-hmm. he says okay yeah. i'll do that yeah <laughs> that sounds good what if what if we just become best friends it's that's fine with me. Honestly, okay. oh you, oh I thought you meant us becoming best friends. No, I, we're. I think we're a little different. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, but you're gonna come friends with the the creature in your jail cell. Okay, well, just don't let it leave the island. Let it leave the island. Don't no, don't don't let it leave the island. Okay, don't I, let it I can't hear as well anymore after I read that scroll and broke my body. All right. Thank you for doing that for us, by the way. It comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Wag writes down, don't let it leave the <laughs> island. And then and then safety pins it to his shirt. Okay. So just 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 for future reference, you know I know how things get sometimes. Just FYI. Just FYI. Um, okay, well, they get on their boat, you cross the river, and then, then they, you know, it's going to be a, a minute before they can get turned around, um, but uh, you cross the river here, and you head down the river to Marsimber. Um, it's relatively uneventful. You're traveling, of course, with Keelhorst and maybe a couple of, of her singing retinue, some backup singers. <laughs> and yes. uh, Keelhorst and the um and the golden ladies yeah 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 they uh yeah so while we're, so, while sorry, we're on the boat i want to change out gilbert's water you're not on the boat you cross the oh. river you're traveling oh. on land oh i thought for some reason i thought we were taking a boat Mm-mm. i don't know well while we're you next can take to the a river, boat I... anywhere as long as you believe it's true <laughs> in in uh in my in wag's head he's riding on a little boat Okay, they banished that bad boy back to somewhere. We don't know. Might be Darkstone, might not be. 
no one is I've not ever confirmed or denied that. So who knows? There is that. You got Cagwin going off with uh, back to to Coil Island and doing that stuff. There's all kinds of other little uh, trickling ideas that are running around. What do you think? I'm curious to hear about your ideas. You can tweet them at us at Range Touch, or you can get in the Discord and share some of your ideas about what's going on. But do you think that Tess made the right choice? Do you think the party made the right choice? Uh, you know, there's a blood feud on. Uh, kind of a one-sided blood feud, but a blood feud nonetheless. What happened to Obalon? What happened to all of Obalon's buddies? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but no one asked me if I knew, so, you know, who knows? Anyway, next episode, they're headed down to Marsember for some urban adventuring. I think you will really, really enjoy this. The next episode basically is me running a, um, a module that I like a whole lot from an early issue of Dungeon Magazine. It's obviously very adapted, but the, the same basic... The, you'll, you'll see. I'll explain more of it next time, but this is the first time I'm running a module in this show, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, I really enjoyed running it a whole, whole lot. So anyway... Um, you can support us at patreon.com slash ranged touch. The, uh, the link is down there. If you if you like listening to this, we put a lot of work into it, both that you can hear and that you can't hear uh, for as little as a dollar a month. That legitimately helps out. So patreon.com slash ranged touch. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at twitter.com at ranged touch. Uh, YouTube.com slash ranged touch where you can find all kinds of videos that we've done, Let's Plays, things like that, but also the stream archives that we have, because every Thursday I stream at twitch.tv slash rangetouch. Right now I'm doing Final Fantasy VII. In the next month or so I'll be playing Alan Wake, one of my favorite games, uh, so maybe you can come on over there and join us. Anyway, that's a lot of preamble. Hope you enjoyed this show. I really like doing Sword Coast, Coast to Coast. Um, so if you like it, please share it around, because we don't do any advertising other than word of mouth. Okay. Now I'm really am done talking. See you in the next episode.